electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is the American Greek Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. In this episode of American Greed, radio host Dawn Bennett is a famous financial advisor. This is a time period to control your own financial destiny. Who tells listeners and clients her sporty online startup is the next big thing. Think like Lululemon on steroids. To investors, she claims outrageous profits. That three million's worth over six million dollars. You're crazy to f with it. But the Fed say she's running a twenty million dollar scam. You don't steal twenty million dollars without having a certain amount of charm. She was spending millions upon millions of dollars on expenses that exclusively benefited herself. And when investigators close in, she conjures supernatural forces to save herself. You can only imagine that Miss Bennett cast this spell dozens of times. Usually, situations aren't that dire. Usually, people don't let them get that bad. Oh, my God. In the Tony D.C. suburb of Chevy Chase, Maryland, FBI agents executing a search warrant raid two luxury penthouses on August 2nd, 2017. They're looking for evidence of a financial fraud that's cost dozens of investors $20 million. In keeping with their suspicions, they uncover incredible spending. It looked like I was walking into the, the latest department at Neiman Marcus. There was an entire large closet full of high-end ladies' shoes. Nola Blahnik, Jimmy Choo, Christian Louboutin. But what they find in two freezers is beyond anything they could have imagined. We found some strange things. That was the only time in, in my uh, career at the FBI that I've come across anything even remotely close to that. Their sinister discoveries suggest the private desperation and epic downfall of a woman who was once a darling of Wall Street. We run a portfolio that's balanced, and we do it with 30% less risk than the S&P 500, and we're up over 25%. In the late 2000s, Dawn Bennett, CEO of Bennett Group Financial Services, appears to be the poster child for success. She was very high-profile, she knew how to use the media to, to get on programs and get quoted in publications. She was seen as a as somebody that had really had figured it out. An accomplished woman in a male-dominated world, Bennett commands attention with TV appearances and her very own weekly radio show. Hi, everybody. This is Dawn Bennett. Welcome to Financial Myth Busting. Don Bennett's radio show, uh, Financial Myth Busting, was, uh, was, is one of these programs where you buy the airtime. They tended to be a little bit political sometimes. She's, she was, I think, leaned a little bit to the right. Bennett began her career in 1987, working at different firms, including Leg Mason, before launching her own advisory business 
Bennett Group Financial Services in 2006. This former client, we'll call Carl, who asked to be filmed in shadow, hires her in 1995 after a recommendation from his aunt. Don's very outgoing, very intelligent. We've talked for a long time about just anything. With consistently positive results, he stays with her when she goes out on her own. The whole time I was with her, we were buying stocks, buying mutual funds, buying platinum, buying gold, selling stuff as needed. Bennett's Washington, D.C. firm grows with lightning speed. And in 2009, with a purported $1.1 billion under management, Financial Magazine Barron's names her number five on its list of the top 100 female advisors. And later that year, number 26 overall. Part of the Barron's list criteria was assets under management. It's not their only criteria, but it's one of the criteria to get on their, on their list. Bennett revels in the rankings. In a press release, Bennett says, it's an honor to be chosen among the thousands of financial advisors in the country by such a prestigious financial magazine as Barron's. That honor is one that Bennett will repeatedly use to make both existing and potential clients believe that they're in the hands of one of the industry's best. She would always call me with how wonderful she was and what she did. I'm number 13 in the country, top financial advisors, top female, top this, top that. And that's part of the thing that led, you know, me to trust her is that I wasn't her only investor. Former model and television personality Steve Sanagati is the author of the New York Times bestseller, The Manual. A true bad boy explains how men think, date, and mate, and what women can do to come out on top. The guy always pays for the first date. That is so yesterday. true as ever. Oh, true. come on. Any guy that doesn't should be slapped around. Well, Next question. You can get a PhD in psychology, and you'll never know that what I know about women by actually living it and by doing it, so to speak. After the publication of his book, Santagati becomes well-known as a relationship expert who makes frequent appearances sharing his decidedly male perspective. That's a really scary thing, especially for men, because we have to be lulled into commitment. You're not going to say we have commitment for all the years? No, not at all. Okay. I would never say that on TV. <laughs> right. But before his book is published, he has a chance encounter in the lobby of a publicist's office with Dawn Bennett who's just starting out on her own. Dawn Bennett's in there. She's very buttoned up. And of course, we start talking. And I ask her what she does, and she said she needs, she's a financial advisor. So I started asking her questions. She goes, well, I'm starting my own thing. Santa Gotti says he expresses interest in having Bennett manage his funds, but knows he probably doesn't have enough capital. She goes, no, I'll take you on. She's absolutely, because you're just, because, you, you know, I'm just starting, and normally you're right, a million dollars is the least we'll take. My whole relationship with Don Bennett started off with me believing she was doing me a favor by taking in such a small fry that all her investors were big, smart, multi-multi-millionaires, and that I was just a little guy that she was doing a favor for. Santa Gotti eventually gives Bennett all the funds from his book, TV appearances, and the sale of a home he built in Vermont. I didn't need much money to survive, so I would just take everything and give it to Dawn. I literally believe that 
putting my money with Don Bennett was as safe as putting it in the bank. And Don made you feel that way. He says he appreciates what he believes to be Bennett's conservative approach. As Bennett tells Barron's in 2009, I'm competitive, but I'm not going to chase greed. While Bennett says she won't chase greed, she doesn't shy from excess, as evidenced by the spoils of her wealth. She had office space in Chevy Chase in an expensive retail location. She had two penthouse condos right down the road, also in Chevy Chase, um, that overlooked Washington, D.C. She had three different automobiles, expensive automobiles. She was very well put together, um, very well dressed. Perhaps most extravagantly, Bennett rents a luxury suite at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium for $500,000 a year. The length of the lease was 20 years, so ultimately that was a $10 million purchase that she made. For clients and listeners who tune into her weekly radio show called Financial Mythbusting, Bennett represents herself as a guru in her field. This is a time period to control your own financial destiny. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Save big money and start your spring project with help from Menards. We offer a huge selection of body plants, veggies, and herbs to plant at home and grow yourself. Right now, all four and a half inch body plants are on sale through May 5th. Head to the Menards Garden Center to get your garden growing and check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at With a portfolio nearing a purported $2 billion in assets under management, Don Bennett is once again named to Barron's list of top financial advisors. In 2011, she's ranked number two in all of Washington, D.C. On her weekly radio show, she regularly touts her firm's accolades and successes. That's what we're practicing with the $1.5 billion uh, that we have right now with money under management and growing. Client Steve Santagati doesn't think he's taken any risks. With his entire life savings in the hands of a pro like Don Bennett, he says he never thinks twice about the security of his nest egg. Santagati gives Bennett a total of $1.1 million, and at first, she gets it up to $1.5 but in 2011, things begin to change. And I just started watching everything go down. First, it was dropping in like $10,000 or $20,000 increments. And I, I, I didn't really get too nervous about that. And then it started dropping hundreds of thousands. And I'm watching it go down. Chun, 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 chun. I'm like, oh my God, I'm down to like seven I'm down to six hundred thousand. I'm down to five hundred forty thousand. As his account dips below two hundred thousand dollars. An 85% plummet, 
Santa Gotti calls on a friend in finance to look at what's happened. And he looked at it. He was like, oh, my God. According to Santa Gotti, he will learn that Bennett concentrated him in volatile investments without explaining the stakes, even though he insisted on being conservative and that she borrowed heavily on margin against his account. He says to generate more commissions. And as Sandagati is losing money, he believes Bennett is making it hand over fist, breaking in $350,000 in fees on his account alone. Sandagati eventually pulls his last bit of money from the firm. After 1.5 at my highest, I ended up with $180,000 left. That's it. My whole life's work, everything from paper route to the book, all that money, everything you'd done for your entire life was gone. Don Bennett claims Santagati wanted a highly aggressive portfolio, which Santagati says simply isn't true. Without steady income from his career, Santagati sells everything he owns and uses what's left to buy a 300-square-foot shack in Maine with no heat and an outdoor shower. He plans to live there in the summer. Then he converts a Ford Transit van that he can live in the rest of the year. Santagati is dumbfounded at his reversal of fortune. I work with some of the biggest names in television, and now I'm living in a van. It wasn't drugs. It wasn't alcohol. It wasn't gambling. It wasn't bad relationships. It was a crook. I was robbed. He's not alone. Other Bennett clients say they are suffering staggering losses as well. Several, including Santagati, file complaints with the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, as shown in this FINRA broker check report. Bennett fights the allegations. When the, the complaints from customers started to mount, they started to show some really, really egregious stuff. Simultaneously, the Securities and Exchange Commission is examining claims that Bennett has made about her assets under management and client performance. But by then, Bennett, a former competitive swimmer, is diving headfirst into another pool. In 2010, Bennett launches a side business, an online luxury sports gear and clothing retailer, DJBennett.com. She cast DJ Bennett as a company that would give Under Armour a run for its money. Um, think like Lululemon on steroids. You know, we're talking, you know, ski pants that are hundreds of dollars and um, tennis shoes and boots that were in the thousands of dollars. So she was looking for a very upscale clientele. This video on the site's homepage sells customers on the DJ Bennett lifestyle. Well, the promotional material plainly lays out who she was looking for as her uh, target clientele. It was people who had a lot of money and a lot of free time on their hands. To complement her online luxury retail business, she opens an appointment-only showroom adjacent to her investment firm in the Chevy Chase Pavilion. There, Bennett serves up champagne and craft beer while clients peruse the products. Bennett repeatedly says that her retail business will rival Under Armour, and soon she'll offer some of her brokerage clients an extraordinary opportunity to get in on the ground floor. 
This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Save big money and start your spring project with help from Menards. We offer a huge selection of body plants, veggies, and herbs to plant at home and grow yourself. Right now, all four and a half inch bonnie plants are on sale through May 5th. Head to the Menards Garden Center to get your garden growing and check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Dawn Bennett is still running her financial advisory business and her weekly radio program. But she wants more. She's also launched an upscale online retailer, DJBennett.com. The website's professional promotional video appears designed to attract a wealthy clientele. But by December 2014, Bennett learned she's under investigation by regulators when she gives testimony to FINRA. She was already in getting into some deep water or some hot water with with regulators. They were already looking into her uh, claims of uh, having more assets under management than she had, uh, claims of having better investment performance than she had. Furthermore, clients at her advisory firm have begun to abandon her. According to the SEC, by 2015, Bennett herself is only earning around $100,000 in annual commissions. Her financial advisory business was tanking. You know, the amount of money that she was managing was uh, evaporating very quickly, um, and she was losing money. Um, She sunk a lot of money into her sporting goods business. And so she reached a point where, uh, according to investigators, that she was in dire financial straits, but still living a very posh lifestyle. A lifestyle that includes that personal $500,000 annual lease for a skybox at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Bennett falls behind on the rent. Making matters worse, Bennett's online high-end retail business is a flop. DJBennett.com was losing millions of dollars year after year. In 2012, the business lost over $1.4 million. In 2013, it did even worse. And then by 2015, it had lost, it was losing over $6.5 million annually. Strapped for cash and under mounting pressure, Bennett begins actively luring investors in her DJ Bennett luxury sporting goods business. Using a business plan that promises high profits, many are clients who hired her as their financial advisor. I've had no issues with Dawn, no reason to distrust her. I've been with her since 1995. After a relationship of 20 years, Carl is intrigued when Bennett offers him an investment opportunity in her retail venture, DJBennett.com. 
According to the information she shows him, the company is thriving. She told me how she was doing more business in the DJBennett.com than she was on the Bennett Group Financial Services. And there was a majority of the business was from China. It's the same pitch that she makes to her other investors. She tells them, listen, this is a great investment, just like I would invest your retirement funds or life savings into something else through the relationship that we already have. But instead of, you know, putting into outside stocks or, you know, some other investment, you can you can put it into my company and I, I will guarantee you a return. Bennett asks investors to buy convertible and promissory notes, loans for which he guarantees an unbelievable rate of interest. So Ms. Bennett would promise them 15% annual returns and also the opportunity to either withdraw the money at any time or to convert the debt into equity and actual ownership in this company that Ms. Bennett claimed was exceeding all expectations. For some, the offer at first sounds a bit too good to be true. There was one period of time where I specifically asked her, you know, Don, are you Madoffing me right now. I said, how can you tell me that it's a 15% return? I said, how is this legal? And she's told me that this is my money, this is the company's money. I can give you whatever return I want to on the money. Bennett supplies investors with financial statements that show a flourishing company. According to the financial statements that Don Bennett was providing to her investors, DJBennett.com was making money hand over fist year after year. On top of that, the projected revenues that were in these financial statements were just through the roof. Carl transfers everything he has with Bennett Group Financial Services and invests it all in DJ Bennett. I was the largest investor. I made five, six different investments. Many of her investors find Bennett incredibly convincing. In emails later used against Bennett in court, one client declines her offer because he needs the funds to care for his bedridden wife. But Bennett will not take no for an answer and eventually wears him down. He let her know about his wife's condition and about their financial circumstances and his wife's predicament um, and that he couldn't tolerate any risk. And even knowing that, Bennett still took the entirety of his life savings, I think almost $850,000, to invest in her failing business in DJBennett.com. There were examples of Dawn Bennett being remarkably aggressive especially when she was directing that effort at less sophisticated investors. On one occasion, she physically drove the victim to the bank in order to have that victim wire out money. There's surveillance footage from the bank where Miss Bennett is right there at the uh, teller stand with the victim. As Bennett concentrates her efforts on her retail business, her advisory firm remains under scrutiny. In September 2015, the SEC announces charges that from at least 2009 to 2011, Bennett and Bennett Group Financial Services woefully misled the public. Bennett had claimed to have between $1.1 and $2 billion under management at her firm. But when investigators start to dig, 
They can't find she ever had more than 407 million. According to SEC filings, those fabrications were submitted to Barron's and ultimately used to secure Bennett's high rankings on the publication's top financial advisors' lists. She inflated her assets to get on the list, and then once she was on the list, she would use that status and her assets, her inflated assets, on her radio program, in other marketing programs. So it was basically, she, was, she had her own little, little system there just feeding on itself, which was all really based on the initial lie. At the time, Barron's tells Investment News that they compare the numbers advisors submit against the SEC database. They were kind of stuck in the situation of using the assets under management that Don Bennett was reporting to regulators. The SEC also contends Bennett lied about clients' performance to bolster her stature. To clients and D.J. Bennett investors, Bennett brushes the charges off. She said the reason for it was that she was very outspoken about President Obama's way of looking at finance. She described it as a witch hunt. In the serene San Juan Islands of Washington State, Ben Collins operates the website Puja.net. A spiritual man who discovered Hinduism in his youth, Collins founded the site to center on puja and yagya rituals, traditional ceremonies involving offerings to deities. Generically speaking, the goal of any of these rituals is to remove obstacles to success in life. For a small fee, Collins arranges for these rituals to be done by priests at temples in India. In mid-2015, Collins notices his site has a new customer, financial advisor and entrepreneur, Don Bennett. Don found us on the internet, although I don't know exactly how or why in the beginning, but she started participating. Um, and after a few months, she was spending more money than most people do. So I gave her a call and, and said, you know, I'm Ben Collins, uh, you know, how can I help you? Bennett tells Collins she's being investigated by the SEC, but she paints herself as the victim. She emails him, I am in a very tough fight going against my enemies, and I need all the help I can get. She wants to see what she could do to increase her prosperity and solve these problems with the SEC. She never shares whether she identifies as Hindu. But soon, Bennett is spending $1,000 a day for 100 priests to pray on her behalf. I would say to her, Don, you know, you don't have to do this much. You know, why not dial it back a little, take a long-range view? And she said, no, Ben, the, the money is not the point. I was, at my peak, I was making a million dollars a month. Don't worry about the money. Quite honestly, Don... Don could be a bit of a bully. She could be extremely insistent on getting whatever it was she wanted. In only two years, Bennett pays Collins more than $800,000 for the rituals. We were supporting probably 200 priests and their families. For two years, we provided them with some very steady and reasonable income. So some good came out of it from our side. Despite the prayers, regulators don't back off. In late 2015, an employee at a bank in Maryland becomes suspicious 
when an 80-year-old customer comes in requesting a withdrawal to invest in Bennett's online startup, djbennett.com. The elderly woman provided some financials that Don Bennett had given her about djbennett.com, which caused the bank branch representative to do some quick research And the bank branch representative found the 2015 SEC press release into the investigation into Bennett Group Financial Services. And at that point, this bank branch representative actually called the SEC. The SEC then also begins to investigate djbennett.com and ultimately calls in the FBI. Came back from lunch one day and, and had a voicemail. This is Agent Custer from the FBI. We need to speak with you and know this is not a joke. Until then, Ben Collins has no idea that the money Bennett paid him is coming from investors who believe they are funding Bennett's luxury retail sporting goods venture, DJ Bennett. He immediately cuts off contact with her and cooperates with investigators. As the FBI discovers, India is not the only place investor funds are going. Bank records reveal that funds from investor deposits come in and go straight out to pay law firms representing Bennett, the mortgages on her penthouses, and her personal credit cards. And there were hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on places and things such as cosmetic procedures, Neiman Marcus. Over $130,000 were spent on these gems uh, that were supposed to have mystical or spiritual properties. One stone in particular was a 21-carat yellow sapphire uh, that cost over $80,000 of investor money. Investor funds also go directly to the Dallas Cowboys, to whom Bennett owes hundreds of thousands of dollars on her luxury suite lease. The timing of the money coming in and the money going out was almost instantaneous. Almost as if She was waiting for the money to come in, and she knew exactly what she had to do with it. Other funds go to pay earlier investors. One day I came into work, and the FBI was in my office, and they pulled out a binder, and they said that Don Bennett is running a Ponzi scheme. I didn't believe them. Meanwhile, when investors and creditors try to reach Bennett to redeem their funds, she dodges them as an FBI wiretap reveals. Good morning, Bennett Group. How may I help you? I would like to speak with uh, Dawn Bennett. I'm a client. Uh, she is out on travel at the moment. Can I take a message and relay it to her? Where can... is she traveling? Out of the country? or she, She's out of the country at the moment. Well, she was in, very... In Asia. I'm sorry. She's very sick um, last week, and now all of a sudden right. she's out of the country? Yes. A fairly routine example was if an investor called and said, you know, I need my money back, that employee would tell the investor, well, Don Bennett's in China. But according to the FBI, during those time periods, Bennett never leaves the U.S. We found uh, credit card expenditures at times where she represented, uh, she was out of the country, uh, you know, at Starbucks uh, down the street. It was one particular time period where she told me she was one place and they and I talked to them they said no she's not would it surprise you to know that she never went to China and then I said okay 
That's where, that was where the, the lie was revealed. Dawn Bennett was once a respected power player in the financial industry. But in July 2016, the SEC bars Bennett from the securities industry for inflating her assets under management and client performance at her financial advisory firm. At the same time, the FBI is conducting a criminal investigation into a possible Ponzi scheme involving Bennett's retail sportswear business, DJ Bennett. On August 2nd, 2017, FBI agents raid Bennett's office and her two penthouse condos in Chevy Chase. Their findings include evidence of both excess and guilt. In the office, they uncover what appears to be a list of excuses an employee was to provide to callers who were attempting to reach Bennett. One of the penthouses, Bennett's residence, is filled with valuable Asian-influenced furniture and art. And the other? The other one she used almost exclusively as a closet. Um, and the closet had all sorts of designer items in it. There were over 700 pairs uh, of these uh, high-end shoes, some of which still had the $1,000 price tags uh, still on them. At first glance, you could say, well, perhaps that was the inventory for her company. But as it turned out, all of those shoes were the same size, and they were her shoe size. But perhaps the strangest evidence comes from the kitchen and a back room. There, investigators find two freezers jammed with mason jars, the lids each labeled with mysterious letters. So when we opened the mason jars, there was this kind of sandy sludge and it didn't smell very good. Nearby, they find biographical information on SEC attorneys investigating Bennett's case. Attorneys whose initials match the letters on the mason jars. And they find instructions for a beef tongue shut up hoodoo spell. It was a printout from the uh, a website uh, in which uh, a person could cast a spell uh, using certain ingredients, which included you know, beef tongue, lemon juice, red pepper, uh, say uh, the magic words. I'm paraphrasing here, but it said something like, I cross and cover you, uh, I command you not to speak, I command you to hold your tongue. We can only imagine that Miss Bennett uh, cast this spell uh, dozens of times to uh, thwart the government investigation uh, against her and to, to get the SEC to, to hold their tongue. Anyone who would be um, utilizing the beef tongue Shut up spell would be someone who is in a very dire situation. Sarah Best is a hoodoo practitioner and owner of Conjured Kadea, which sells potions and objects used in the creation of spells. Best says hoodoo should not be confused with voodoo, which is an actual religion. Hoodoo is an earth magical practice. It's a folk magic tradition that utilizes natural objects, curios, herbs, to bring about a desired effect. She's not connected to Bennett's case, but knows the beef tongue shut-up spell Bennett seemed to perform. Typically, it would be used to stop somebody from slandering you or gossiping about you. It could also be used to, we would use the term shut someone up, or if maybe they were going to speak against you in a court case. 
According to Best, those performing the spell would first acquire a tongue from a butcher. You would cut a, a slit down the center of the beef tongue, and uh, in this slit you would put a photo or a name paper, we would call it, of the person that you would want to stop from speaking against you. And then you would sew it up. Best says the spell is nothing to mess with. She's only done it once. And she says it's very unusual if Bennett did it multiple times. It's, it's a very serious working, and it's not something that's taken lightly. Usually situations aren't that dire. Usually people don't let them get that bad. When the FBI's findings are later released, former Bennett clients are stunned. Well, that was kind of way out there. That was in the wackadoodle range, to be honest. The government has amassed a preponderance of evidence that Don Bennett is running a fraud. But there's one more nail to be hammered into the coffin. Investor Carl agrees to record his conversations with Bennett for the FBI. Every conversation was, we're doing really well. But when Carl asks for some of his money back... There were times when Don Bennett was saying it was impossible because for sort of obscure financial reasons, we won't be able to return the money to you right away. I'm asking you as my friend to keep it committed until October 31st. Please. I can't do it. Oh, God, I can't do help it. me. Is there any way that you can? Anyway, I'm just begging you because I really do not have the time to sit there and, you know, reorganize a financial thing right now. I just don't. And for all the right reasons. And then there were other times when Don Bennett was communicating to this investor that this is a terrible idea for you because we're making so much money at this company that you don't want to withdraw your money. I'm only asking for my money. I don't, what right? is, I, 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 oh, by the way, I know. But here's part two. I have made you, this company, still, because of your equity step up, that $3 million's worth over $6 million. You're crazy to f*** with it. On August 25th, 2017, investigators arrest Bennett at a rented vacation home in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Bennett is charged with 17 counts, including wire fraud, bank fraud, and making false statements on a loan application. According to the government, from December 2014 through April 2017, Bennett ran a Ponzi scheme. And investor funds meant as loans to her retail sportswear company were actually going to fund her lavish lifestyle, as well as pay back earlier investors. Prosecutors allege that at least 46 people invested $20 million in the scheme. At her trial, the jury never hears about Bennett's alleged hoodoo practice. Instead, a parade of victims testify that they trusted Bennett with their life savings and ended up losing it all. This was money that these folks had set aside for ailing family members, for their own long-term care, for their grandchildren's education, so that they could retire and so that they wouldn't have to return to the workplace. So the loss of these funds was just absolutely devastating. Bennett does not testify. But her attorneys argue that, like Amazon once was, DJBennett.com was a startup that someday would have been a huge success and that she herself had sunk millions of her own dollars into the venture. 
Don Bennett's defense was that I wasn't lying. I told these investors that this company was successful, and I believe it was successful. I believe it was going to be successful. Sure, I wasn't making massive profits, but I viewed my company as a startup, she would say. But the jury doesn't buy it. The evidence showed that while she was promising to use her investors' money solely to further the business interests of her investors and of DJBennett.com, that she was spending millions upon millions of dollars on expenses that exclusively benefited herself. In October 2018, Bennett is found guilty on all 17 counts. She's later sentenced to 20 years in prison and ordered to pay $14.5 million in restitution. Dawn Bennett does not respond to American Greed's requests for an interview. But at her sentencing, Bennett states, I am so profoundly humiliated that it will be difficult to ever shake off. She's appealing her case. Carl only gets back a quarter of what he invested. Made me feel like a fool, obviously. All my plans, everything that I had tried to accomplish, I had done. And then, I'm okay, it's gone. I need to start over again. Former client Steve Santagati never invests in Bennett's sporting goods scheme. But he still considers himself one of her victims. And in March 2017, prior to Bennett's arrest, a FINRA arbitration panel agrees, awarding Santagati $1 million to cover his losses and legal fees. The award is paid out by insurance. Now, in coastal Maine, Santagati lives a simple life in a small house he built by himself. But he'll never forget the toll that hiring Dawn Bennett took on him. I would love to see Dawn Bennett face-to-face again in jail. Not so I could go there and go, I told you so, ha, 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 look at you, you scumbag. I want to look her in the eyes as a victim of her theft and just be able to say, I know. We all know who you are now. Thanks for listening to the American Read Podcast presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.